Recording for the first time, we wanted to do this for a long time, put together a standard league fantasy football podcast. This is Fantasy Standard, here with your host, Chris Zweifel. You can call me Zweif, and I got my co-host here, Ryan Childress. He'll go by Chili. Childress, what's up? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Let me get myself an intro. Uh, my name is Ryan David Scott Childress, all-time leading scorer in the American Fantasy Football League. Only one championship way back in 2014, but I know my running backs, and that's what we're doing on the show. So we will be breaking down the top five running backs in a standard league here to help you fill out your fantasy rosters. You don't want to waste a, a number one pick, number two pick. If a guy misses on a pick, you can scoop him up. Put your fantasy guys in the same order we are but here's the problem we have a different order i have a different top five than chili does but his wife has three ships we're in the same fantasy league and you probably want to listen to me i am your host today but i will be kicking it off to chili start us off who's your number one in a standard fantasy football draft who are you taking number one if you're on the clock number one is pretty obvious with his track record the last couple years derrick henry Tennessee Titans. Dude just ran for 2,000 yards. Super consistent in a standard. Just gets all the red zone touches. All the touches inside the 5. Inside the 10. And he can break off 99-yard runs. He is a standard fantasy god. And uh, he doesn't catch a lot of balls. But that don't matter. So you said God, and can we put this as the God tier? Because I got two guys in my God tier. I do have the same number one as you. I do have uh, Derrick Henry as my number one. I think some people overlook McCaffrey. A lot of people definitely have McCaffrey number one, but if you're talking a standard, they kind of just think touchdowns and it's Henry. And PPR, it's going to be McCaffrey. But listen, if you're catching the ball in a standard league, you still get those points. I think you can make a really good argument for McCaffrey. I do end up agreeing with you that touchdowns are king. This is our God tier. You could switch those ones and twos. I got McCaffrey. Henry number one, and I'm gonna kick it to myself for number two. Uh, I'm going. Well, hold up, hold up. Let me say one thing. Henry is a tier in itself for me because he's never had an injury, and um, and that's all I got to say. Back to you. So yeah, I mean that's fair enough that McCaffrey was out. I think that almost makes him underrated, and if you can like see through the fact that it's a standard league but you still get those points for the catches yeah you're not going to get the points for uh every reception but he's catching the ball in the backfield he's getting yards like a wide receiver he's getting a thousand yards i got I, i agree with you you know let's not argue about it i got henry number one i do have mccaffrey number two i'm looking at your list we got the same in the same tier you got yeah, no, right. I'm putting my God tier as those guys, and you could switch them up for me. I do have Henry slightly ahead, but it's my God tier. One and two is uh, Henry and McCaffrey. Right. So we're not even going to waste our time on that. We're going to go to three. I'll kick right. it off to you. You have a surprising guy at three. I don't even have him in my top five. Who is your number three? So 2021 redraft, I love Chubb, Okay. Um, and the reason, let me let me hit on my two, CMC. Um, the reason he's not in a tier with Henry, like for you, is because he's coming off an injury. He's a little white boy. Who knows? Oh, 
Who knows? Do you watch football? Have you seen him play the game? He's great. I mean, he averaged, you know, like 30 points a game last year. How many touchdowns is CMC going to get? Let me ask you that question real quick. Put a number on it. How many games is he going to play? He's going to get over one a game. So but Henry 1. plays 16 games. Yeah, and he's my number one. But McCaffrey's getting at least 17 touchdowns. So for, for me, the top running backs, it's all about bust potential. You know? No, no one wants that guy who busts. I had Barkley last year. He busted. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think that's a huge part of the equation that gets overlooked. And that's why CMC is still my number two, but he's not in the t- tier as Henry, who Henry hits people. McCaffrey gets hit. Um, but as your question, number three, another guy who hits people, Chubb. I love Chubb. Chubb is your three. Yep. Chubb is my three in a standard because he gets the tutties. Um, yes, he does have Kareem Hunt vulturing here and there. Um, Chubb, let, let me interrupt Chubb you there. Coming. That is why he is not in my top five. I love Chubb as a player. He has home run potential. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns, and I think he's a great player. I mean, we're, we're nitpicking a little bit here, but the top five is awesome. It's stacked. I don't have Chubb in my top five uh, because my number three guy is, is just a hair behind that god tier, but you can finish up on Chubb. Well, so uh, his on like per-game pace last year, he would have been – by far the number two running back. I mean, last year, Derrick Henry stand out, stood out as by far the number one running back going for 2,000 yards. No one else even had, like, you know, I think uh, Cook might have had 1,300, but no one else was even close to Henry. But on a per-game uh, pace, Chubb was the guy who was, who was a close second. Can I, can I tell you my number three? So we could hit on Chubb a little more though because this is the most interesting. Hey, part hey, stick up for your boy. Stick up for your boy. Okay, so um, the the Browns added to the defense. They got a stout defense. They got a strong squad this year. Okay, do not overlook the Browns. I love the Browns. Yes, they have Kareem Hunt, and they're not probably gonna ride Chubb into the ground. But Chubb is a guy just like Henry and CMC who can take an eighty-yard toss. All of that house. is true, but what do you think Kareem Hunt's going to do this year? How many touchdowns do you think Hunt has? I mean, that definitely cuts into Chubb's production. He'll be strong, but it's a running team. It is. Um, you know, like uh, the Panthers with CMC, they got all sorts of weapons. Now with DJ Moore, you know, Robbie Noodler. But I'm going to steal this for a second because while you, Darnold, have, while you have Chubb at three, I got a guy who has no... Uh, no one vulturing his touchdowns. While I do like Alexander Madison, Cook is the guy in Minnesota. Cook is almost like a mini Derrick Henry. Do, do they have the same body? Not quite. But are they used the same in the red zone? Yes, they are. They are leaned on. They're getting those touches in the red zone. Yes, Thielen's going to catch some balls. But Cook is leaned on so hard, especially at the latter half of the uh, season when when they got teams on the uh, on their on their back and they're uh, winning games, they're in the third quarter and they're they have a lead. They're gonna run the ball with Cook. You know you're getting 25 touches. You know you're getting 100 yards and you're probably getting a touchdown. That's what we look for in standard. We want touchdowns for sure, but we also want those touches and we don't want vultures. Which I like Chubb, but he definitely has a vulture in 
the backup there with Kareem Hunt. Right, and and Cook gets a lot of work out of the backfield. Um, I love uh, the Vikings screen game with Cook. He doesn't have a Kareem Hunt to compete with, and I think that will ultimately be his downfall because he is always writhing in pain. He's like he's like the LeBron James of the NFL. It's like he's in the MLS. He's just always, you know, hurt. Let's give and, him a little um, bit of credit. He did get, he does get hurt a lot, but he always comes back. He doesn't stay hurt. For sure, but you have to spend an extra roster spot on Alexander Madison all year to roster Cook. Well, With you probably don't you, you have ha- to get Hunt if you have Chubb. Don't you need Hunt? No, he's too expensive to have to get him. Yeah, you don't have to have him, but right. I mean, I, I get what you're saying there. We're gonna move to four, and I do love Chubb. I'm not, I'm not. Chubb's awesome. These running backs are just. Great. I, I, I do think you see have... that Cook is a more um, uh, conventional pick at three. Uh, I just got a feeling about Chubb this year. So this is interesting, especially with the defense, because Vikings don't have a, as strong of, of a defense as they they've had, and or as strong as the Browns have had. And that really helps a running back, I think, is a strong defense. Yeah, you want to be winning games and you want to be running the ball. And they might be down. So, I mean, I can, I, I get where you're coming from. This is interesting. We have the same number four, but it's also kind of obvious. It has to be Kamara, right? And this is a guy who could be number one on any other list. I mean, he's just, he scored six touchdowns in the champion, in fantasy football championship week last year. What people are going to point to is that there's no Breeze. But also, right. Breeze wasn't great last year. He wasn't a downfield threat. So, you know, uh, I don't necessarily... I just think he's an outstanding player, and I think he's such a big part of that offense that he's kind of just one of those guys that's going to get his. And he's not top three for me, and I think he. you could almost make a tier for Cook in, its, in itself. I think Cook is quite a bit better pick this year i have a tiny bit of trepidation with kamara he's still in my top five um and we have the same pick there you have cook as five which is nice well well, let me hit on kamara so why he's not my you know higher on this list is because like you hit on breeze like you said he's not a downfield threat breeze's whole history was thrown to the running backs and tight ends right and he's not there anymore and we saw Kamara's targets plummet last year when Taysom Hill took over the ball. So, um, I mean, there's a huge question mark there. I do love his talent. He's still going to break tackles. He's, you know, he's still going to be a slasher. He's still got Sean Payton. Um, a lot to love there. But, I mean, I mean, this is your first pick. In, can, in we league, so. a, can we take a 30-second tangent and say... Yeah, let's go is, to Sean Mahoney with the ad. Is Kamara a better talent than any of these three guys I've had ahead of him? I'd pick him. Is I'd he the him. best pure running back just with everything he offers? I think uh, CMC is right there, uh, but I think Kamara is probably actually the best running back. But, you know, it's, yeah, not, it's, so. it's a lot about situation. He still makes our top five. We both have him at four. You took uh, Cook at it, five. We've already talked well, let about me, Cook. Let me hit on what you said. If, if we're talking about rusher of the p- football, I'd go, I'd go Chubb one, Henry two. and But if we're talking about who who do I want in my backfield, yeah, it's Kamara. Kamara's the best running back in the league. So your five is my number three with Dalvin Cook. 
One guy that we haven't talked about is my number five, Saquon Barkley, who had a horrific injury, what was it, week three? Let's not forget the talent that this guy is. He is maybe the most talented running back right there with Kamara in the league, if he's healthy, but that is my trepidation. That's why he's at five, and I probably could have taken another guy over him. But I have, a, I have faith in uh, uh, Barkley. I think this is the year. I'm just kind of rolling the dice here. This would be one that I would say, hey, don't take me to the bank on this. If Barkley is there at five, but Chubb is also there because Chubb almost made my list, I kind of like Ryan putting Chubb in the, in the uh, top five. If you want to take Chubb, I have no problem with that. But if you want to gamble and take Barkley and bet on the upside, Barkley is a complete physical phenom. And in a standard league in the red zone, he's going to get a lot of touches. So let me ask you, Chris. So, you know, you're not completely sold on Barkley at five. Who else is in that same tier four for you? Tier four is Chubb. Tier four is, is a Jones in there. Tier four is a long list. So after I, I go God tier with Henry and Mac in the God tier. Cook is in his own tier right behind them. And then four, you could put maybe four names. So I would those four names would probably be Kamara, Barkley, Chubb, and then Jonathan Taylor. What about Aaron Jones? Is he does he belong in that mix? Yeah, or? you could put it as a five five tier. I would put Aaron Jones okay. in there as well, and maybe Jones ahead of Taylor. I think if I'm on the clock there, I, I might uh, I might take Jones. But I also think in your fantasy leagues, you want to bet on upside, and you don't know what's happening with Rodgers. We might have clarity on that. We probably will by the time the draft rolls around. But the Colts are going to win that division. The Colts are going to run the ball. They have a great offensive line. They have a great defense. They're building it the right way. Jonathan Taylor last year, I mean, as a rookie, just balled out a lot of touchdowns. So I would probably put Taylor 7 and then Jones 8. Well, I think the Titans might have something to say about the AFC South. Um, so you got Barkley at 5. You've all, you already have Cook at 3. I do have Barkley at 5. I kind of um, want to put Chubb at 5. I think if uh, we already made our list, so I, I can stick with Barkley. I probably do have. Well, it's all the five. same tier. Um, so, yeah. but uh, so my number five is Cook. Um, couple really strong years, probably should be higher on my list, but um, I just have apprehensive uh, feelings about Cook. Um, he's always writhing in pain, and and that's a worrisome guy to have on your team. I don't want to have have to roster my handcuff from draft to finish we're gonna throw it over to the editor producer we love him he does everything for this show we just talk but he's the guy behind the scenes but he has something to ask sean you got something to ask sean mahoney what is it man so you guys talked about mccaffrey cmc uh and i just wonder what darnold's impact would have on uh christian mccaffrey I think early in the year, and maybe if it if it works, which it probably will, early in the year he's going to check the ball down. He's going to go to his best player, and he's going to utilize McCaffrey for uh, his skill set, which is catching the ball out of the backfield. And he's definitely going to get twenty touches out of the backfield. So, um, you know, that's how they're going to start, and it's probably going to uh, be a a recipe for the full year. That's just the way I look at it. I mean, I I think uh, McCaffrey is one two there with Henry. So I I look at Darnold as an upgrade on the offense from Teddy B because um, Joe Brady is 
way better than Adam Gase. And I think that Darnold is more talented than Bridgewater. So Darnold's going to come in, run the system offense. He's going to have way more weapons than he's ever had. I mean, he was so deprived in New York and he's going to have DJ Moore. And, and so I think the, the team, the offense is going to have more scoring opportunities, which actually boosts McCaffrey's, uh, score with less touches. While I agree with that, and Darnold is a better version of Bridgewater kind of checkdown artist, but Bridgewater is the ultimate checkdown artist. And what is that good for? We're not talking about quarterbacks. We're not talking about the whole offense. We're talking about what it means for McCaffrey. If that gives McCaffrey with Bridgewater more touches and just more, hey, I don't see anything down the field. I'm going to go to my safety blanket and McCaffrey and throw him a, you know, uh, three yard pass, two yard pass, pass in the backfield and let him run and make something. I think for McCaffrey, while I do believe they're kind of similar players, I think it's slightly better for McCaffrey with Bridgewater, but I also believe the offense is better, and Joe Brady, that's a great point, uh, with Darnold, probably makes that offense better. So you could look at it a number of different ways, um, but either way, I think McCaffrey is uh, in good hands, and I think Darnold is a a good fit for that offense. Do you have anything else? I've got another question, if you don't mind. Uh, So... Alvin Kamara, he's been, you know, about the best running back or a top three running back for the past, what, five seasons. Uh, Do you think, you know, at at that position, uh, an injury is likely? Uh, I just, just running backs in general, they always get hurt. So I just, do you think Kamara has a good opportunity to get hurt? Is is he a potential bust at your first pick? Well, well, so... Again, this is the fantasy standard. So Kamara doesn't get nearly as many touches and or rushes as Derrick Henry. He doesn't get those hard up to mid, you know, Latavius Murray takes a lot of that. So he gets a lot of the high value touches. Um, even though we don't do PPR, he's still super valuable because he gets, you know, 80 yards receiving a game. And some of those are touchdowns. So I think he is um, durable. He's proven. He's thicker than you would imagine. He's strong. He runs through people. Um, and he's elusive. And so I I don't see Kamara as more of an injury risk than than um, you would suspect. Based on I mean, let's just look at the position. There's always a risk for a running back, a guy touching the ball that many times, and he's going to get tackled on pretty much every play unless he takes it to the house, which is pretty rare. I think if you're a fantasy expert, just ignore what I'm going to say right here because you already know it, but a lot of people think Kamara is smaller than he actually is. He's not a small back. He's he's 220. He's, 220, he's sturdy as hell but people think with his elusiveness and just kind of the way he looks on tv he he even tricked me for a while and you know once you look up his uh his body and and see that god he's a big back he's he doesn't get hurt and uh he's let's just look at why we're even talking about these backs and rating them this way it's all about usage and yes every running back has injury potential because of how much they carry the ball but if you didn't know and you were just watching Kamara you would think he's smaller than he is and he's probably more prone to injury than he is but the fact is he's not been injured and he's going to be on the field for you yeah and and let me add in that if Kamara was getting 20 carries a game like the guy's projected around him he'd be by far the number one back he'd he'd be 
you know, like legendary fantasy status. He'd be Marshall Falk, Ladanian Tom, but he doesn't get that usage, you know, and and so um, I think that's the big part about Kamara is that Latavius Murray is there and sh- the way Sean Payton runs the offense, um, and it keeps them fresh and it keeps them good. And just one last thing. So when you're taking guys this high, you don't want a a bunch of uncertainty. And while I still love Kamari, he made my top five, when you have a quarterback change, that is uncertainty. You don't completely know what's going to happen. We we think we know, and it's probably going to be a lot of Kamari usage, but we've seen Breeze with him every single year of his career, and now Breeze is gone. So... How you evaluate that, do your own due diligence. Maybe you put Chubb ahead of him. Maybe you put Barkley ahead of him. I wouldn't. I'd put him at four behind those three uh, three uh, really staple running backs. But um, I love Kamara. He's my four. You get one more question? Yep. So, uh, Saquon Barkley, do you think he has the potential to be potentially the number one running back in fantasy football. Uh, He's coming off an injury. Um, Obviously, he's going to be downplayed in the draft a little bit because of the injury, but he was drafted out of Penn State as one of the top running backs. What do you think? I think the popular answer to that, and I could see the reasoning, would be yes, he could be number one. But I'm going to say no. It's going to be Henry or or, or McCaffrey or maybe Cook. But it's going to be one of those three guys. Could Barkley uh, surprise us all and be one of the best backs? For sure, he could. In that Giants offense, I don't see him being ahead of all three, Henry, Mack, and Cook. One of those guys is going to be the leading uh, fantasy getter. Get one of those three guys, Henry, Mack, or Cook. Barkley's a good player, but... uh, he has great potential, but he's he's not going to be uh, the number one. I hate to do this, but I totally agree. I I mean, he's got the he's got the face, he's got the legs, he's, he's got, got the, the body. He's he's the best talent we've seen since Adrian Peterson, and he's more fit for the league now than Adrian Peterson was then. I mean, he's a receiver. He hurdles. I mean, he can, you know, he he's super talented. One of the most talented players I've ever seen. But in fantasy football, it's about the offense. Are you going to get the tutties? No. No, you're not. I don't believe in Daniel Jones, and I won't sign up for it. And that's why I will absolutely not be rostering Saquon Barkley this year. And just to finish it off on Barkley, I, I'm not 100% sure on this. I, I admit that I'm just kind of throwing it out there. But is he just too big for his ligaments? Is his is his body just too explosive? And when he tries to cut, is it just is it is he going to be an injury machine? He looks awesome. It's it's muscle on muscle, and he's so explosive. But a guy like that, he kind of reminds like me. Bo he kind of reminds me of Bo Jackson. And um, you know, we don't wish that on anyone. And, it's probably not going to play out like that. You know, those are uh, catastrophic injuries in careers, and we've seen him. He's come back, and he's probably going to be healthy for this year. But is he? it is a question. Is he just too explosive for his ligaments? Does he have too much weight and just too much pressure when he cuts? Because he can cut like, like a mug, but, like, with that body, we don't know. He hasn't proven it yet. He's awesome, but, you know, he makes my top five, but. Yeah, so, I mean, 
I don't have concerns about his ligaments. I have concerns about the offense. Back to you, Mahoney. So, yeah, just my last question is, uh, I never heard his name, I don't think, uh, Zeke. So what are our expectations from uh, Zeke this season uh, with the Cowboys? So we talked about that fourth tier, and I said there was probably four players in it. I don't quite put Zeke in it, but he's definitely knocking on the door. He would be my 9 or 10, um, and I'd probably put him 9. I think with Dak coming back and that offense looks awesome, I just wonder um, with the regression last year, I know it was all QB, uh, all around the QB. They had Dalton. They even started a guy that I don't even know the name of, but when Dalton went down, you can't put that on Zeke, but um, these are all great backs. I just put these eight in front of him because it's a more surefire bet. I think you you could argue that Taylor isn't, but I, I just put the projection um the ceiling so high that it puts him above zeke but zeke's a great player he's in my nine he's not quite in that tier four but he's knocking on the door at nine um first off great question i mean he's he's been a top five back for the you know since he's been drafted into the nfl um he he does belong in the consideration um and the offense should bounce back strong um it is a passing offense but there'll be plenty of opportunities for you know inside goal line touchdowns and stuff and he he is a power back um there's concerns about his age um last year yeah there were plenty of excuses but honestly he didn't play well um but um i think that i think that if you you know it depends on how you play fantasy football can you take that risk? Can you take that risk? So, I mean, we were only going to do five running backs, but we've already made it to nine. Can we scramble our brains to come up with a 10? Uh, after Zeke, I'm kind of racking my brain to think, is it... Um, trying to think here. Like Josh Jacobs. I don't think... Swift of the world. I don't think it's Josh Jacobs, but he's, he's definitely on my mind right now. There's probably someone that I'm just forgetting who would be 10 i would take jacobs over both those guys and you're a raider fan uh, so it's interesting that you you would have swift and uh eckler who who would you have 10 so you you're you're debating between swift and uh cam Akers. they're a little bit too big of a risk for me I'm surprised that you don't have Jacobs there or someone that we're forgetting. I, I feel like there is a, a guy out there. Maybe Clyde edwards Lair has a, a bounce back. I, I think we're just going to edit those last two minutes out and cut the show. No, no editing. I don't do editing. I'm just a host. But, <laughs> you got to make a close. But, th- yeah, we will make a close. Thank you for tuning into the first podcast. Next week will be... Top 12 wide receivers going 1 through 12. It's a great list. Standard fantasy, guys. Here we go, baby. First podcast in the books. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's a bad idea going. Oh, we